0: Hello, hello, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Deadly Nutter Butter Podcast and uh, as of recording, happy May the 4th be with you, whatever they call it. Uh, yes, it is May 4th as of recording this episode, so I guess happy Star Wars Day if you want to call it this day. a Star Wars Day, which it is, of course, because fun words and stuff and Revenge of the Sixth, or whatever they call it now. It never ends. There's plenty, plenty of wordplay going on here for Star Wars, but you know, damn, it's, it's a good day. It's a good day. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Haven't watched him since Rise of the Skywalker because, uh, shit, I did a whole fucking review on that. I'm not gonna go into it a whole lot, but yeah, Rise of Skywalker, not the play kind of kind of, oh man, okay, whatever, we won't get into it, we won't get into it, but I, I am expecting a package today, I ordered a new SSD drive, not because the one I have now failed, not at all, uh, but I, I do want to get more into making game related videos from, uh, what is that, for YouTube, not from, from for YouTube, because I really like doing that, uh, that division build. Uh, video. It's just kind of like showing off what a lot of other people have already done, but the problem with me doing it is my uh, my poor hard drive, my poor actual hard drive. It's not an SSD drive. I do have an M.2 It's a boot drive, but I use that for a boot drive only, and whatever temporary files find their way into it and whatever. That's that's what it's there for. That's all it's there for. So I had to write actual video to the drive, which I like, you can definitely handle it. I'm not afraid of it dying, but for some reason I'm, I am paranoid that overusing it like an actual writable disc is the, it's too much. It might be too much. So I, I bought a cheap version or like a cheap SSD. It's a Samsung 500 gigabyte SSD. And hopefully it'll be good enough. Cause Mike, I was recording directly to the hard drive that I have. I have two of them. Uh, and it was skipping a lot of uh, a lot of uh, frames. And it was very like choppy, and I like I, I tried messing with the settings, both CPU speed and everything, and no, nope, nope, wasn't having it, wasn't having it at all. And then I was like, you know what? Let me try writing to the SSD, to so the M.2 drive, because for work we have a uh, recording monitor but we can't use like the small passport hard drives we have to use ssd drives so i was like you know what this is probably the problem it's not my hard drive well it's not it's not my computer it's not any of the settings in obs it's probably the hard drive that can't keep up with the amount of data that's trying to be written to it at once uh, so i went out and just bought a ssd and uh yeah and oh wait no I tried recording to the M.2, and it worked out flawlessly. No frame skips, no choppiness. It was beautiful. It was fantastic. Uh, I did record in a stupid manner, uh, very stupid. It was in, uh, what was that, lossless. Very, very uncompressed footage, very large file at the end of it. I don't know if I'll keep doing lossless or not. I didn't notice it. Like Obviously, there's a benefit to doing that in the sense that You're taking it Premiere, and it's not a problem scrubbing through. Not a problem scrubbing through that file because it's uncompressed. There's no compression. It's free reign. So I think at the end, like I think every minute is a gig. So if you do 60 minutes of just recording and getting B-roll with whatever narration you're wanting to do, it, it stacks up pretty fucking quick. It stacks up a lot. And that's the same way with our recording monitor. At work, and that's a lot worse because we we use a uh, 4K, so it's like double. It's obviously double than 1080, and it, it stacks up so quick. And most of the time, if we do an interview, man, we are at a hundred gigs for an interview, which is insane. I think one week we went up to like no one project that lasted several weeks. Uh, finally took over a terabyte of storage space just in raw footage, like not even editing no no graphics nothing just pure raw footage Uh, yeah was a terabyte and that's that's too much man that is way way too much So I'm I'm gonna try to avoid that with my uh, setup I don't like I have a 6 terabyte hard drive and a 4 terabyte hard drive from an older system that I had and we are well I don't wanna run out of that space I don't wanna run out of that space at all So I'll probably end up doing like a workflow way would be to record, use it, and then if I need to go back to that footage, I will uh, obviously compress it down to uh, something more reasonable size, something better than uh, a fucking 100 gigabyte file. No one needs that. No one needs that. But it is so much easier to work with in uh, in Premiere, because if you ever worked in Premiere, which Maybe you have maybe you have it uh, regular footage like h.264 not the play not the play it works you'll you'll scrub through it but your system does not like going through that footage quickly and it just it chokes up hell even my system chokes up on it and it's a I wouldn't say it's like the the top tier end of consumer products but it's definitely up there uh, yeah it, but you know like I would, I would not suggest anyone else really uh, do lossless unless you have the space. Unless you really need to scrub through your footage quickly and rapidly, then maybe there's a case for it. But other than that, you really shouldn't. I, I, will, I probably won't be uh, doing lossless after today. It just doesn't make sense. I'll probably get something close to it. Compress it down a little bit to save a little bit of space. I don't want to like chew up a lot of space with this little side gig thing but it should be fun it should be fun i do have other builds in mind for my uh, division 2 avatar character i did i did make a negotiators build i cannot wait to do a video on it i think it slaps super hard i love it so much it is a it makes the game so much more fun to play like for a while i was only using the uh m1a1 little rifle semi-auto rifle that does a hell of a lot of damage Super good DPS, but it's so boring. So, so very, very boring. I mean, come on now, come on. You can't sit here and try to argue with me that you like standing behind cover because you're weak AF. You can't take any shots because you got a glass build rocking. And you, like, you can't say that's fun. Like, it's hard to be like, yeah, I'm excited to play this game behind all this cover way back in the field, shooting bad guys, dealing hella damage, it's straight up not a good time. Yeah, I, I, I was bored with it. I got bored with it. And obviously when you're bored with it, you try to find uh, ways to make it more fun. And that's what I did with the Negotiator build. And I, like, I'll do a video on it. It'll be good. It'll be great. it be grand. Sort of. It probably won't be that good. But yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, it is very cheesy though. Especially in the dark zone. Because you can mark an enemy player and then go... And find an NPC and shoot at the NPC and kill the enemy player, is is definitely definitely cheesy. Uh, they need to fix that. I would hopefully think they would fix that because whatever. But at the same time, it's it's fucking Division Two PVP. No no nobody in the right mind should care that much about it. I mean come on now, come on now. It's a third person shooter. Uh, well I guess Fortnite's pretty competitive and all that and that. But still, it it like. It, I don't think it's that, that, like, that big of a scene. <laughs> like, come on now. It's just, I don't know. I feel like the PvP in Division 2 just reminds me of uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. You know, you got that third-person view. You can see the enemy coming. You can you have a lot of different... It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't see it as a big competitive game. Counter-Strike and Call of Duty. Any of the first big first-person shooter games. Uh, what is that new one? Val- Valorant? Valorant, Variant, where the hell that one's called. Obviously those are going to be big and successful in uh first person shooters and the esports scene, but not not division, division 2 is not going to have that. Uh obviously Fortnite's its own kind of league. Is PUBG in third person? It might be. I don't remember. But yeah, so it just uh yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for uh <laughs> a huge pvp scene in division 2 so i don't see them really changing it a whole lot maybe nerfing it which would be sad but whatever i'll, I'll just adapt and move on to something else like what i almost had to do when they nerfed the m1a1 oh that was a sad day for a lot of people myself included it was like rest in peace and then i had to go find some different weapon to try to use and craft a different build which i have done two builds no actually no yeah Three successful builds, to put it that way. Three successful builds. Actually, two successful builds. One minorly successful, and that that minorly successful is the the blue build that I've done. I uh, I have tardigrade, and if you don't know what that one is, I get I get health if my armor breaks, as well as my teammates if we are grouped up. We all get health. It's great. It's grand. It's fantastic. It's really good for PvP. And we had a great, speaking of that, we had a great time Saturday night. I, I grouped up with three other people, had a, had a grand time in the dark zone. We just went around rogue for many, 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 many minutes here. Many minutes. We got to uh manhunt level 65. We didn't cash it in though. We didn't cash it in. And that is my biggest regret of that night. I wish we would have cashed it in, get the awards, it's Division 2, so the awards would have been very minor. Not that big at all. But still, it would have been nice to cash it in and reap that benefit. But it's whatever. It was a lot of fun because like, a lot of people hate PvP. Like, hate the Dark Zone in Division 2. Be like They don't want to do anything with the PvP at all. And I get why. Like, they just want to farm the equipment there. The loot there. They just want to farm that shit. And i I like... I don't, I I I agree with I like I don't hate them for it obviously because I would do the same thing, but I hate the fact that it, it never works. But I hate the fact that Massive decided to do a free roam PvP area with loot that's do that people want. Like people want the loot that comes from the dark zone. That sometimes not uh, very special at all. It's the same type of loot you can get out in the the light zone. However. The argument I give is that it's much more efficient to farm in the dark zone than it is in the light zone. You go in the light zone, you're going to be doing missions over and over and over. And some of those missions can stack up quite a bit of time for loot that you can almost get in the dark zone for just doing a landmark which may take you five minutes at the most and then you just walk on over to another landmark to do. And yeah, and you got yourself a good haul. It like I just don't I don't like it never works. It never works. PvP free roam never works. Look at Grand Theft Auto online. It's better now. Well, at least I'm pretty sure it's better now. Last time I played it, it was a lot better, but when that game first came out and online was going. Holy shit, man. Holy shit, it was bad. People were just killing each other over and over and Just, it was impossible to play because that's all people would do. And like, you know, again, it is the game. It is the nature of the game to go around and kill. uh, Well, I wouldn't say the nature of the game, but you can go out and, you know, shoot at the pedestrians in the city in Los Santos. Uh, But obviously in online, you can do that to other players. And this is not as fun because you just want to play the online game. But part of the online game is to battle other players but there's so much more to it and obviously that's a little different from the dark zone you're basically doing the same thing you would out in the light zone but with other people that can shoot you and you can shoot back at them so there is that but most of the time i said it before i'll say it again most of the time i when i farm in the dark zone i don't run into many problems at all i i do occasionally run into some people who Go rogue when I'm just in the mood for some farming and it's kind of annoying. It's kind of annoying. Not a huge deal though. I, I, will just either find a different server, go to a different dark zone. If it's loot that I need or just go find a mission to farm, like it's not that huge of a deal, but yeah, I don't think, I think if, if they ever do make a division three, which they will, which they will, they have to for a new uh, generation of console here, they have to. I I hope they don't, I don't know, bring PvP back into the dark zone. It's not needed. Like, I think there should be two, I think someone said this, there should be two dark zones, one for PvE and one for PvP. Now, the PvE one could be a lot harder, could be just a amped up version of the light zone, like almost heroic plus, maybe not legendary status, but definitely a lot harder that way you know again the loot has to be good like it has to be rewarding to go there or else no one's really going to go there and obviously you have the PVP light or dark 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 zone which is which would be basically the same thing that it is now it, easy landmarks but you're going to have players who are going to be geared out to the max which they are now it is very hard to compete in the PVP uh would have seen however minor that is in division two because there's a there's a quite a bit of people out there who have been playing this game for way longer than me and uh, they got they got they got their builds sorted out a lot of god rolls a lot of well-made crafted builds and it, like my little negotiator builds as much as I love it just doesn't really stack up a whole lot now sometimes it I can get a couple kills here and there but it's not it's not mainly by myself. It's mainly with when I'm with other people, then I can get, I can get some kills in because they could be distracted by I don't know, one of my teammates and I can come off the side and shoot them in the side or shoot them as they're shooting my teammate, even though I'm like right next to them, whatever, or uh, it just, yeah. So <laughs> it, uh, it definitely, definitely it's a, it's a, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. <laughs> it's a tough one for me. I I, I don't know. I don't know. So I really do hope they, uh, I don't know, fix the dark zone a little bit to make it less punishable for other people who don't want to PVP at all but want that sweet, sweet loot. They uh, they definitely need to do something. I don't know. Maybe they'll do nothing. They'll probably do nothing as, as is in tradition here at Massive. They will probably do nothing at all, which I, it's not like it's broken now. To be fair, it's not completely broken, but at the same time, a lot of people don't go in there because of the reason that, you know, people like me who might just go rogue for the funsies and kill a bunch of people or try to kill a bunch, I I am, I do realize that I'm not that good. So I might be more inconvenient than a troublesome or worrisome or whatever. Uh, But yeah, I, I, people need to go in the dark zone more. People definitely need to go to the Dark more because it's not as bad as uh, as a lot of people make it out to be. I think it's fine. Obviously, it could be better, but it's fine for now. Anyways, I had switching the subject, hard switching the subject here. The other day, I I finished Waco on Netflix. It's not a Netflix original series. It's by Paramount Pictures or television or something, something Paramount related, uh, that show, holy shit. I like, I knew about Waco a little bit, just a little bit. Didn't know that much about it. I knew it had something to do with a cult and a lot of people died, but I didn't know how they died or how anything really played out. Uh, but Waco, wow. That left me very much emotionally devastated for the rest of the day. I, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to do anything that, that TV series, limited series, whatever it's called left me a little broken inside. I, I didn't understand I didn't say or in. I didn't know what to expect when going into it. I didn't know a whole lot about it. I didn't I don't even know the guy, the cult leader's name. I just kind of went in almost with no knowledge about the situation at all. And and, and okay. From a critical standpoint here the series was way too short. I didn't really understand a whole lot. Like to me, the cult leader, he seemed like an alright guy. Like I'm sure the TV series didn't want to, you know, have that come off, but you know, it, for the most part, it just felt like a church group, a very religious church group, very, very religious church group, a little bit of, what is that? not pygmy or whatever it's called. Anyways, the dude has multiple wives and multiple kids, but you know, that's kind of weird. It's kind of not normal, kind of not right, but whatever. And, and then all of a sudden the ATF gets a little word that they have a lot of weapons in their, uh, in the little complex, which I guess was true. I imagine they found lots of, uh, metal barrels and gun frames after the fire, but they show up and, uh, it was a little gunfight, I guess you can say. And but they weren't really doing anything a whole lot wrong. Like, come on now. Like they there was no real evidence of at least based on the show, based on the show, from what I saw. I'm very ignorant of the subject. Let me be let me be clear. Based on the show, they didn't have a lot of uh, good, hard evidence that there was a ton of guns in this Vault room. There, there just wasn't anything. And that was in like the second episode. And after the second episode. There was a gunfight, And that's when. You know. Waco begins. Or whatever you want to call it. And it just went way too fast. Like I need some more information. About this cult. Like why are they bad? Dude. I guess they have. They did some illegal things with guns. That much is clear. But I didn't under. I didn't get anything else from it. Like. Were they really that bad? Were they really just a terrible, terrible cult like the Jonestown people, or or what? What other cults are there? I guess Scientology is pretty bad too. Oh, there's that one cult in India—not India—that happened in Oregon, 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 Oregon. That happened in Oregon is like the Indian tribe that came out—not Indian tribe, but you know, they Indian heritage, Indian culture took over some town in Oregon and really fucked up the place, really fucked up and tried, tried doing some very, uh, not moral or ethical things to the town nearby. But yeah, I didn't see that coming from this group. It wasn't that big of a group to begin with. He wasn't kidnapping people. Uh, for the most part, he recruited people to be in the, the complex, but they were able to go as they please. Like he wasn't really holding them hostage, but I guess that's a whole ploy in these, uh, and cults like his, they, they, they say you're fine here, but you, you went into it. You're, he says you're free to leave, but when you went into it, you basically have to cut off all ties everywhere else. So people can leave freely, but to go where they had to cut ties with the outside world. Basically, they don't have anything to really go to, so they, they, they stay, they're, they're kind of forced to stay, but not, not really force forced, just they have nowhere to go. So they have to stay. it's almost like, uh, Oh, I don't even know what it's almost like I was going to say it's, I didn't want to go to a different TV show, but there is a TV show called, uh, Vikings that I recently started watching for the first time. and it's really good. And there's a priest that was captured and he like, he hates being a slave. So he sits down on the ground and the owner or the main character Rag, Ragnar, Ragnar, whatever his name is i can't pronounce it uh he's like fine and he cuts off the rope he's like leave but he was captured this priest is from england and they're not in england anymore they're so far from england so he has to go with him i mean that's the type of deal that i think that this cult had going for him or this cult leader had going for him he force these people to basically cut ties and not really cut, like force them, force them. But you know, if you're going to be in the group, you got to be 100% in the group. So obviously these people give a hundred percent to the group and then cut off all ties everywhere else. And that's that. They, they have nothing else to really go back to, but overall the show I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. Like it, it really is fucked up as, as it was fucked up. Like the ATF, FBI, not the nicest agencies in the world. And yeah, it definitely left me very much emotionally devastated, but I wished it was a, I would do wish it was a lot longer. It could have been multiple episodes. It could have been multiple, like well, at least I don't know. I don't want to say, I think it was, was six, six or so episodes long. I don't remember. It could have been something like that, but it, it could have been a lot longer. I could have used a little more background on crash yeah, that's his name, Kresh, Uh the cult leader. Could have used a little more background information on him. Because, like, again, he didn't come off like the worst guy. Okay, there was that marrying a 14-year-old. But still, it, it, under Texas law at the time, it's legal. Not saying it's right, but it's legal. So he is following the law, morally wrong, but following the law, I, I guess, is the argument there. But other than that... He didn't see, he wasn't really doing anything lawfully wrong, which would have caused the raid. Obviously, he was hiding weapons, but the FBI, no, not FBI, ATF agent that was inside the complex, he didn't find any of the weapons. He was just scouting out, looking for them, but didn't find anything, didn't confirm anything. So there was no reason for uh, the ATF to even plan a raid or even try to attempt to raid the complex. I know they had a search warrant, but. Not really, uh, not really, not really a whole lot there. Like I don't know, I did, I did. It was just, it was crazy. It was just crazy. Like I don't think, I think the, I think the FBI is definitely at fault. Like I don't know, like I obviously, I don't think they would have set the building on fire. The Davidins, as they called themselves, I don't think they would have set themselves on fire. I don't think it was a mass suicide. I think it was just a. Very bad accident on uh, the FBI's part. They used tear gas. Maybe they didn't know. That's stupid to even say, but I'm giving the benefit of doubt because I don't think the guy calling the shots would have uh, pumped flammable gas into uh, into the building and have it caught on fire on purpose. That was not their intention. But that's the way it played out, unfortunately. Maybe, I mean, obviously they pumped it full gas and, you know, there was a scene in the in the show where uh, a lantern was on the ground and it lit the floor on fire because they cut the power to this complex. They cut the power. They had to get light somehow, so they had lanterns and that's what they used. And obviously maybe the lanterns and the fire on the floor had a big part in the fire's being set. So, and... Uh, it was just bad. It was just, it was so sad. It was very sad. And a lot of, a lot of little kids died for no real apparent reason that they did anything wrong. No reason to die the way they did all that fucking tear gas for what, for, for what? I know, I know a lot of ATF agents died and or got injured, but still it was just like, holy shit. Was it really, was it really worth it? I don't think so. I don't think the. I don't think he was. I don't think he was worth it. No. But I do highly recommend uh, you watch the show. It's a really good show. It was. It was a good watch. I do wish it was longer. It made me want to research more about it to understand it a, a little bit better. Uh, I might have to give another watch after or if I do actually look it up a little bit more, understand what was going on at the time because what was at ninety three. I was like. Maybe a year old, maybe just a couple months at the time. I think it was like February, right? February or March. One of the two, it definitely, uh, it was good. It was good. Had a lot of, and like the actors. It didn't make sense to me because there was a, my, Michael Shannon was in it. Taylor or Tyler, whatever his name is, Chris. He was in it. He was in, he was in John Carter. He was also in, uh, what was that show? the detective show, true detective. He was also in that he Friday night lights. I mean, there were some big, some big actors in this show. So I was wondering if maybe they, they changed somehow along the way, like maybe it was supposed to be a uh, more produced, more production value in the show. And then, you know, something happened, but these actors were uh, under contract. So they had to do it. And then it just became a very much TV type movie. Document, not documentary series, but limited series. Because, And again, it wasn't supposed to go to Netflix. It's just on Netflix now. Because there's uh, there's spots for commercial breaks here. So I don't know if like they uh, decided to make the show or try to make the show without really doing anything. Like having a proper distribution of the show. They didn't have a network to really air it on. They just knew that it would sell. So they made it and then Netflix got it. Obviously, it was supposed to be maybe more on like an actual network show or network station or whatever you want to call it, but it didn't end up being that way. And obviously like most TV writers, there's a formula to it. There's a, uh, a guide, I guess if you can say that they have to follow. And obviously they have to build in commercial breaks for other TV stations, networks, and Netflix ain't one of those. So you don't need to put in the commercials, but at the same time they, they kind of, they know, they had to put in a commercial breaks, so it was it was definitely odd seeing some of these big actors and whatnot in something like uh, something like this, where it seemed like a lower budget production type of series. But obviously, uh, we got these big people in there. Don't know why, like ty- like fucking movie actors type status people. It, it just didn't quite make sense to me. Could be wrong. I could be just you know trying to think of something. that's way out of left field for whatever reason. I don't know. But second hard turn to a different subject here. Uh, Saturday. No, Sunday. I was washing dishes and, you know, something weird happened. Something came over me. I am pretty sure... No, I'm not pretty sure. It does feel like... You ever get the feeling you're living in a simulation like of yourself? Like everything you do is already predetermined? And... Not even predetermined, but something you've already done. Not necessarily déjà vu, but just something that you know. Yeah, I've done this podcast before. Yeah, the the next thought that's going to become my mind was already there. I'm just doing it again because I'm in a simulation. So this is all predetermined. And what got me thinking that is, I've survived a lot of crazy shit in this world, like. Uh, I've survived a lot. (laughs) Like, it's almost like... I don't want to say it's survivor's guilt necessarily. Because there's been a lot... I haven't been very close in certain tragedies or certain events in this world that would warrant survivor's guilt. But, I don't know. This pandemic that's going on right now. It's got me feeling weird. Because I'm still very much normal, I guess. Like, I see people losing their jobs. Or losing everything basically because of this pandemic, but me losing a job or getting sick. One of the two or both actually. And here I am still doing what I do. I haven't lost hours at work. I haven't lost anything at work. I work the same, uh, but I'm not sick either. I go to the store every week. I wear a mask. I will be honest. I do wear a mask, but I'm still, like, not sick. It feels weird. Like, I'm not going to die in my own simulation, you know what I mean? So, it feels weird to... It just feels like there's, like... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just feels like I I should have... Something bad should have happened to me. I don't know why. I don't want... It. But at the same time, it's like... A lot of other people are suffering. Why? Why not me? Why am I still completely normal? Why am I untouched? Ye, again, by... I don't know, bad shit. And like, obviously, thankful, but at the same time, I don't know, it just seems very weird. Like, it seems like this whole thing, this this thing called life is a simulation of some sort. Like, I'm not really here, but I'm elsewhere. I'm not really, I'm not necessarily disconnected from the world, but I'm definitely not here. I don't know how else to explain it. It's definitely a weird feeling. Now, like, like I said, I was just washing dishes. And I was like, why am I doing this right now? Why, why, why? I don't enjoy it. I don't like doing it. It needs to be done. But why? Why do I do anything, really? Like, why do we do anything? Ah, Like, we we have like this idea to do certain shit. But we really don't know why we do it. Like, is like you like oh my god people 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 on Facebook or on in the Facebook comments on like a local local TV networks they are hammering them, not necessarily them, just vocalizing how annoyed they are that they don't have to go to whatever job it is. Now, to, to be fair, there, some of them maybe probably like the work that they do. But I would guarantee a majority of them really don't like it, really don't like it, but they don't have money to not, you know, afford to stay away, but they want to go back. And it's almost like a sad state of affairs there because, you know, they, they, some people that they hate their job, but they have to go back. Not even to go back, but going back during a time like this, it doesn't make sense to me. Like... Yeah, Like, I feel like it should have been, it should be better in some sort of way, but it's not, it's not, it's not good. I think it's not good. This is, this is what it is. This is what everything, everything, everything you've been working for, everything you worked for, I guess I'm talking to myself at this point, but everything I worked for prior to maybe a year or two ago, I forget when I started my job, Uh, it's for this, <laughs> it's for this, it's for. I don't even know, I don't even know, this is it, I guess, I don't know, like I said, like, there's gotta be something more here, like, there's gotta be, right, I can't be the only one out there right now thinking that this is, this is what it's for, this is what we're here for, to, to, to do mind, not mindless stuff, but to do stuff that, that doesn't, it's not really that fucking important. Like it's not that important. I mean, look, look at all the people that lost their jobs once the lockdown happened. Millions, millions of people are out of work. Because their job isn't that isn't that important. Mine is not that important. I'll be honest, it's not that important. But yet I still work and it feels bad. Because a lot of people in my actual field who who are losing work, who are losing their own business. Uh but here I am like Hey, I'm not affected in any sort of way, and it fucking sucks feeling this way. Because I should be grateful and happy, but at the same time, it feels like, you know, something bad should happen to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass here. It's just, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like something bad is going to, like, maybe not this, but I don't know. Like, obviously people relate to karma as you do something bad something bad happens to you, but maybe, maybe karma will come back for me and equalize that this out here because a lot of good fortune fortune for me lately. But where's the other shoe? You know, am I going to lose my hair? Is that even fair to even say? Probably not. But I just, I just don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I'm paranoid about it. Like, I, like, I feel like I should know what it is because if we go back to the simulation idea, uh, then I already know what it is, but I can't tell myself that because then I'd be letting myself know I'm part of a simulation. That This is all the matrix here. like Everything I do, not even real. Not even real. Nothing I do is real. Nothing I do actually has any consequence to it. It's just all, I don't know, fake kind of. It's weird. Like, again, probably... Really fucking stupid to talk about because probably not real, probably living life the way it should be living, which is, I don't even know, but breathing, I guess that's, that's it. That's all we got going for us, breathing and going to work for people who, uh, I don't know, pretend we don't exist or something. Yeah. It's weird. It's definitely weird. Maybe I've been playing too many video games. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 like It's not like something that's new that I've thought of. But, you know, like again, I guess going back to the Waco thing, a lot of people died, but they didn't, I didn't know them. Like a lot of people are dying from coronavirus, but I don't know them. I've never seen them. I don't know anybody who has it. Why is that? I'm not saying it's a hoax, I'm not saying it's a like, fake or anything, but I don't understand how I don't know anybody, like, at all. Maybe I maybe I should be thankful about that as well, which I probably am, I am, but at the same time, why, like, why don't I know anybody? That's why I think I, I'm in some sort of weird thing here, because I don't know anybody, who has it? Wow like and if I was in a simulation, I'm not gonna no program myself into thinking that I know people or know people who've died from it or know people that are diagnosed with it. Obviously I'm not gonna do that to myself. That seems like torturing myself. So I don't. So I don't know anybody at all. It, it's definitely it's that feel it's if that's a feeling. It's a lot of words, it's a lot to take in, but That's what I think. I think that whatever is happening right now has already happened or is just part of a game of some sort. I am free to do what I want, but at the same time, everything that's happening around me is already predetermined. It's like free will, but not really. That is what I think about when I wash my fucking dishes. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to end this little point here there isn't really a point to really end on i just kind of want to do y'all think about sh- crazy shit like that like things are not things you don't have the free will like everything you do is predetermined some in some capacity you don't really there's no free will in the world nothing at all there like why do i do this podcast because i enjoy it but what is the reason that i do it there's a reason for it. There's got to be more than just enjoying it. I mean, I enjoy a lot of things, but I don't put this much time or effort into those things. I just enjoy them. But yeah. That like I don't know. This topic really got out of hand in it. But yeah. It, it it's been uh it's been on my mind. I don't know why. Maybe maybe it's just an existential existential crisis for this week. There will be another one next week, probably. I go through these all the time. Like, I'll be like, why am I here right now? What is the point? What is the meaning of life? And I still have yet to figure it out. I don't think anybody really has it figured out. We all follow something, though, whether it be a higher power that we believe, in, a God, if you will, a God, or we just follow leadership, some sort of leadership, like Obviously, like a, a governmental leadership. We follow that. We follow our bosses. Maybe, maybe there's something there. It's all very, it's all very weird to me. Like, what, like, why, why do, why do why, why, why do we do this? Why? It's always on my mind. There's never an answer for it, unfortunately. I never figure out anything more than I uh, knew yesterday. I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Yeah, so that 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 sunk somewhere, maybe low. I don't know. Uh, that is going to do it for me for this podcast episode, or whatever you want to call it. It's mainly me talking out my ass, let's be honest. But I enjoy it. Like, again, I enjoy doing this. It's fun to do. It's fun just to talk about things that I like to talk about, things that I think about. And then listen back to it later. I'm like, wow, this is really cringy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so hopefully I get my uh, my SSD drive in. Hopefully I can get a video out tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll see. I definitely do a negotiator type video or negotiator's build video uh, because it, it just definitely, it's definitely definitely a good definitely a good uh, gear set there to play with. It's definitely fun. It made my enjoyment for Division that much more anyways guys if you if you don't know you can catch me live right now at twitch.tv/ deadlyadnut butter check me out I am what I believe to be is a fun person but who knows you be the judge of that uh, until next time uh, have a great week uh, may the fourth be with you and all that good stuff see you later.